Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Happy New Year from the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore. And on this episode, each of the cast members will share their top three recommendos of 2018. As a loyal listener, you already know we choose geeky recommendations for each episode, whether it be movies, games, literature, music, or just plain weirdness. But did you also know you can follow the hashtag Recommendo on Twitter for even more suggestions and reviews? Now you do. So, to begin, let's delve into my top three. In the number three slot, I have selected the full-color comic Artificial, a passion project for Courtney Brooke Davis, who has written four poignant and funny science fiction tales, beautifully designed by such talented artists as Nicole Robinson, Leslie Atlansky, Hugo Alvord, M.O.M., Drew Brown, Christine Hip, and Nate Picos. I'm a sucker for any anthology format, having been an early purveyor of heavy metal, creepy vampirella, and their ilk, so this comic hits my sweet spot. I also appreciate that the subject matter and themes are for adult sensibilities, thoughtfully contemplating such heavy topics as suicide, identity, gender politics, loneliness, and sexuality. Do yourself a favor and curl up with a great comic by visiting CourtneyBrookDavis.com to order a copy of Artificial Now. For number two, I'm switching gears with an oldie but goodie. The video game sensation Life is Strange. You play Max Caulfield, a young woman who has recently returned to her small hometown in Arcadia Bay, Oregon, and who must unravel a series of mysteries while dealing with newfound powers that can manipulate reality. Ten years ago, we might have called this angst or emo, but the emotional life of Max is so heartbreakingly rendered, you can't help but empathize with her and feel compelled to guide her to a happy ending. Despite its video game mechanics and soap opera trappings, I never wanted this story to end, because Max's world is fully realized. At several points, I don't mind admitting, I became more than a little misty-eyed at the plot predicaments, which makes the bittersweet ending even more impactful. Finally, in the number one spot, My blood runs cold when I recall watching Hereditary. This feature film debut from writer-director Ari Aster takes its time establishing the less-than-perfect framework of the Graham family, Tony Collette, Gabriel Byrne, Alex Wolfe, and Millie Shapiro, while slowly ratcheting up the dread and suspense. There are too many surprises to spoil, so I won't give away any of the twists. Suffice to say, many bad things happen, and we get to watch a family come apart at the seams. Colette is a miraculous actress, always has been, and here she is so in control of her skills, it is truly awe-inspiring. My wife and I watched this movie in our dark basement, slouched in theater chairs, sipping red wine, and just letting all that grief and horror wash over us. I still can't see a single scene or hear the name of the film without feeling frost crackle in my veins, and that's why Hereditary gets the gold. And that does it for my top three recommendos of 2018. Let's see what our investigators of the unknown have selected. It's that time again. We have the end of the year favorite top three recommendos. All right, I'm going to start with the bottom. Number three, series of unfortunate events. That is a fantastic series. If you've not visited it yet, please go to Netflix and watch it. Binge it. You've got the holiday. Why not? Just do it. I'm waiting. Go ahead. No, I'm serious. Go. 
And next up is a video game. I'm still playing this game on my phone. It's Need for Speed No Limits. Extremely fun, free to play. You can do purchases within game, but they are not necessary. They constantly update with fresh new races, new vehicles. Check it out. It's so much fun. And the drum roll, please. The number one pick for Brian for Recommendos of 2018 is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. You have to go and check this out. YouTube is a great spot to find it. They've got every episode. Extremely funny show. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the Lovecraft Tapes. We love each and every one of you. Happy holidays. Hello, you. Lovecraft Tapes listeners, uh, Lovecraft lovers, people in general, whether ye be young or old or a cultist from the Church of Night or from down in the uh, bayous of Louisiana. Matt here from the Lovecraft Tapes. It's been a long year. It's been a very busy year here on the Lovecraft Tapes, and over the course of the year I have uh, recommended many games and TV shows and games and movies and games and products and games and one single comic book, but mostly games. So as we do every year per tradition, here are my top three favorite recommendos from my entire recommendo library from the year 2018. Now, mind you, I hate putting lists in any kind of order, so the the order in which I say these have no effect whatsoever on how much I enjoyed them. I just have to make it three, so. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start with Dead Cells. Dead Cells is a roguelite Metroidvania-inspired action platformer by Motion Twin. You play this weird guy who keeps waking up in the middle of this dungeon, and you have to, you know, fight your way to, you know, survive, to leave. And it's so well done. It's has... You know, a full built-in upgrade system where killing things gets you cells and you can use those cells to unlock new weapons or pick up mutations or, you know, improve the weapons you have. And it's just so much to it. The fighting system, the combat system is super fast-paced, super fluid, a whole lot of fun. Uh, the art style is really nifty and neat. It's um, not quite like lo-fi pixel art, but it's side-scroller-ish and it's absolutely lovely. I spent many, many hours on, on Dead Cells, and I still like to go back every now and then for a couple of rounds here and there. Then the way the game plays is it, it is totally viable for one or two rounds, you're in, you're out, you know, good to go. Dead Cells is available pretty much everywhere at this point. Uh, Xbox, PC, PlayStation, pick it up, you won't put it back down. Trust me, it's it's worth your time. Okay, so here's my next one. Stick with me. Doki Doki Literature Club. Now, I know what you're thinking. I'm a guy, I like, you know, action and, you know, shooting things and blowing things up. And here I am talking to you about a, a visual novel. Trust me on this. I can't say a whole lot because it kind of spoils things. But this is totally, totally worth giving a shot. There's a bit of a, a grind at the beginning, getting through the, the more visual novel-y stuff. But as, as painful as it can be, push through because there's some serious, serious shit on the backside of this game. And, and you know there's going to be some serious shit considering one of the first warnings you get is that this game is not for people who are, you know, easily disturbed or for children. It's I, I can't say much. Just, just play it. It's on Steam. It's totally free. You have zero excuses. Doki Doki literature club and to close out my top three for the year i'm going to say you definitely need to pick up and play night in the woods by infinite fall 
So, Night in the Woods has you playing uh, a college dropout named May Borowski, who returns home to her, her former mining town home of Possum Springs in order to to resume her life before she left for college. I mean, she's lost. She's stressed out. She wants things to go back to the way they were. So she goes home to try and reconnect with her friends and her family, hoping that things are going to be the same. But when she comes home, they're not. Her friends have changed. Things are different. And the whole story is her learning that as much as she wants to go back, that's not possible. That maybe, you know, her wanting to make things the way they were is actually dragging everybody else down and it's not the best thing. And at some point you have to just let go and move on. You can't make things the way they were and things can't stay the same forever. And it's a really, really deep, really impactful story if you take the time to explore the world and talk to all of these characters and hear all of their stories. And you start to understand why there are people who are confused and even pissed off at May for coming back after having the chance to go to college. And as a college graduate who's still kind of trying to figure my way out in the world, this game hit home for me pretty hard, and it definitely left a mark, which is why it deserves a spot on this list, undoubtedly. And it's amazing, and as a really, really great art style, almost like cut out construction paper. It's very flat, but it's really well done. It's hard to describe. Night in the Woods. Great game. Great story. Great characters. Definitely, definitely worth picking up. Again, available Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Take your pick. Pick it up. I have to give out uh, honorable mentions here. Forza Horizon 4. Darkwood. If you want a little more, I do put up a top 10 uh, recommenders of 2018 on our Steam Curator page. Just head up to Steam and search for the Lovecraft Tapes or the Lovecraft Tapes Recommends. You'll find our page there with every single game we have ever recommended across the history of the podcast, along with the best of 2018 and 2017 lists, along with a cheapo recommendo list I keep maintained of games under $10. So there's a little bit of something there for everybody. Thanks for listening, and here's uh, to another great year of Lovecraft taping. All right, well, that's another year in the books, another year of great recommendos, because we all know that's why you really listen to the podcast. You don't care about us. You just want some recommendations of how to better fill your time. So I'm here to bring you my three favorite recommendos of the year. My number three comes in with Clone High, a cartoon about a bunch of historical figures that were cloned and sent to high school. It's a uh, total soap drama, bullcrap humor type of thing. Everything is over the top and lots of tears. It's really a satire on that type of show that is meant for like teenage girls who just want to feel emotions. It's all over the top and even the music they play really shows it. And it's all while these historical figures are trying to live up to the pressures that their original people set. Like Gandhi became a party animal because he knew he wasn't going to solve some form of world peace. And Abe Lincoln is now just some awkward teen because he knows he can't, like, end slavery. So all of that causes some great humor, especially if you like making fun of those teen dramas. My number two comes in, no surprise, a wrestling show. Be Progress Wrestling, because if you like punk rock... And if you like wrestling, and you like Great Britain, then you'll like Progress Wrestling, because it's a promotion out in Great Britain, and they call themselves Punk Rock Wrestling. They always do it in smaller venues, some ballrooms, and some of the most violent stuff you'll ever see, 
and some of the most athletic stuff at that too because you got guys who are trying to get noticed so they're putting it all on the line so that way they can make it to the big time. They really put it out there and they really try their best because they know that this is their shot and they want to make these people happy. So that's progress wrestling. My number one let me first, I'll give an honorable mention. It's really my favorite recommendo of the year, but because it's such a niche, hard-to-come-by thing, I didn't feel it would be right to put it on this list, and that would be Lebowski Fest, my favorite weekend of the year. The only reason I'm not putting it at number one is because you have to travel to do it, so I didn't feel it was fair, and I couldn't reasonably expect people to check it out. I just want to raise awareness of this incredible event where we all come together as a community to celebrate the great movie the Big Lebowski, of course. And moving on to my number one, my first recommendo of 2018 is still my favorite, and that would be Invincible by Robert Kirkman, my favorite comic book of all time. It starts with a teenager who learns that he's a superhero, and the arc goes on for so long that you see him have a child and grow up along the way. They're all neatly collected in these ultimate collections, just 12 of them making it a lot easier to find rather than buying every issue. It's just one of the most well-written comic books of all time because you see this person grow up knowing that they're a superhero and all these events that take place and everything in the way as it's happening. You grow with this character as they learn. What Where Robert Kirkman fails in The Walking Dead, he really makes up for it with Invincible and making you give a crap about the characters. I remember an arc where it was a bad arc, people didn't like it, he adapted immediately and changed it and made the next arc one of the best he ever wrote. So it was really a, a labor of love for the fans. It's one of the seminal Image comics. Image Comics always will say that it's one of the best comics they've ever produced. And I'm a big Image Comics fan, so coming from them, that's a big deal to me. So that's Invincible, capping off my recommendos of the year. Now let's hope for another great year, and hopefully I'll still be around to tell you my recommendos of 2019. Thank you. Have a great one. The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.com.